Hello, and welcome to my podcast. I'm Lily McGinnis, and I'm joined today by my father, Dan. In today's episode, we're going to talk about an important topic that, in my opinion, doesn't get enough attention. It's about the huge wealth gap between blacks and whites in America. I recently read an article in The Economist magazine about the issue, particularly how the economic divide between blacks and whites adds fuel to the growing racial tensions in this country. That article got me to think about how big is the divide between blacks and whites in this country, what if anything is being done to fix the problem, and what are some other solutions to fixing the problem. So I'd like to start today by asking Dan, what do you know about the issue and what makes you qualified to talk about this? All right, well, thanks. I'm happy to be here and help you with this podcast. So uh, I've been studying a lot about this issue because I think it's really important. And and, uh, and I'm glad to see that you think it's really important too. So I started studying the issue, not necessarily about the divide between blacks and whites, but just in general about the economic divide in the country, because I'm a little bit concerned when you look at the stock market, it keeps going up and up and up, and it seems like things are going really, really well. But then on the other side, you hear about um, more and more families needing to take advantage of food banks um, and, uh, and get their food from food banks. And so I think that there's a, that's evidence that there's a big growing divide in economic prosperity in the country. So why do I feel like I'm qualified to talk about this? Well, one, as I study it a little bit, but the issue in particular that you're talking about, which is the, the wealth gap between blacks and whites, I have been fortunate enough to have a job where I've been able to hire a lot of people over the years. And so I have a pretty good insight into how I've gone about hiring people and how my colleagues have gone about hiring people and uh, some of the natural biases that we have that even though we're not racist, we just sort of have natural biases. And so I feel like that makes me qualified to talk about this. Okay, so what are some of the ways that the government is helping to address this issue? So I think that there are many things that are being done now and have been done over the years. Um, Most seem to come back to laws prohibiting discrimination and hiring practices, and those are certainly important. Um, There are also financial mechanisms in place to ensure that loans are made to minority-owned businesses. And in many cases, the government will require that certain contracts only be awarded to minority-owned businesses. So in other words, if you have a business and you want to sell your product to the government, um, sometimes the government will only buy products if your company is owned by minorities. Those sound good. Why don't they work better? Well, first of all, with the, the legal requirements, um, just like anything that, um, uh, that has rules around it, people will figure out how to work within those rules and only within those rules. And so... It's good on one hand if people are following the rules, but on the other hand, if people view that as kind of the minimum amount of effort they need to put into it, then it's not really going to add much benefit. On the, um, uh, you know, outside of the legal rules in terms of the other stuff, you know, the, the, the minority-owned contracts and, and stuff like that, um, those are good, but they're hard to figure out. 
And one of the things that concerns me about those is that um, for a minority-owned business or any business owner, you're taking a lot of risk when you start your own business. And in, in a lot of cases, you're putting up your own money to start the business. And if not totally your own money, most of your money and then borrowed money, which is even worse because if your business fails, then you lose everything. And so <clears throat> if it's hard to figure out how to um, win those contracts, uh, and then on top of that, you're scared about losing you know, all of your money and all your family's money, and, and it's a little bit of money to begin with, um, then it's, uh, unfortunately, I think it's a vicious circle and people maybe don't even ever start the business. So then what do you think could work? Well, I think the thing, and you know, we talked about this because you ended up writing about it in your paper. One of the things that I think could work is actually something really simple in a lot of ways. It doesn't require a lot of technical analysis on our part. It doesn't require um, convincing legislators to make new laws or anything like that. It requires something, I think, pretty straightforward. And it's, um, uh, it's about leaning into what we do today. So when I hire people, as much as I try to get like a diverse slate of candidates, not just, you know, white people that look like me that, that have the same kind of background that I have, um, but a truly diverse slate of candidates, no matter how hard I try, I have built my professional and personal network over the course of my entire life. And so, especially if you're not really an extrovert, then you're gonna to tend to gravitate toward the people that you have always known and people that you've associated with because it's just sort of the path of least resistance. So instead of penalizing me for doing that, um, for example, I think maybe one of the things that could be more effective is if we accept that maybe that's kind of human nature uh, and not saying that it's okay to be biased, but accept that that's kind of human nature and maybe instead, uh, invest even more in minority-owned businesses, and, um, and, and in particular, do it in a way that's easy for people to get their ideas funded, uh, and also represents um, uh, less risk so that if their business fails, they don't lose everything and their family loses everything. And in that way, if, again, if it's human nature and these minority-owned businesses are going to work within their own network also and hire hire people they, they know in their professional network, then um, more and more black and minority uh, people will become employed. And hopefully that's one of the ways that we could narrow the gap. Well, those are interesting ideas and I hope that these can become reality and we can narrow the gap in economic prosperity. I know that money doesn't buy happiness or class, but the ability to earn money and control your own destiny can go a long way to ensuring one's dignity. Well, thank you so much for listening and happy holidays. Thanks, happy holidays.